Hello fam, Ken Mills here once again with World of Comedy 5 Entertainment. So to give you the idea of what unbiased is, we always see things on social media and also in the world where we wonder what is the thought process behind these idiotic things that people do. We're going to give an honest unbiased opinion. So with that being said, we're going to cover several different topics. We're going to be truly unbiased this season. Good evening, family. Ken Mills here with Unbiased. And I appreciate that y'all been watching us over the past month here. We've had some very interesting episodes. But tonight we're going to have another one, right? This episode is coined Square Business. Now, where I grew up, people always say Square Business when they really mean something, right? Like, let's just say... I'm going to do this tomorrow and this is going to change my life. I'm going to make me some money. The person that here to affirm it, they'll say square business. So, just a little slang that I want to put out there. But in this day and age, people, you know, they're not going to give you that affirmation no more. They'll listen to what you're talking about. But guess what they'll do? They'll nod. They'll say, mm-hmm. And they'll probably talk down on you when they leave. They'll probably say, like, hey... He's not going to be successful doing that. I don't know why he's doing that. He's not, he not even built to do that. Instead of being positive, instead of being encouraging. So tonight, I have two gentlemen that will be on that are very encouraging, good friends of mine. And we're going to go through a microcosm or a plethora of topics, if you will. We're going to break down from top to bottom certain things that we see in society, also on social media. That need a little bit of a facelift, need a bit of a change. So y'all hang in there with us, and I promise you, you're going to enjoy this one. So y'all tap in. Also, subscribe, like, comment, and share, because we need that interaction. I need to see that y'all paying attention to what's going on, and also we need your feedback too. So hang tight. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, but when we return, we have our first illustrious guest. Unbiased on Boss of Houston Network. Hey y'all, I was just calling to tell y'all about my new show. I'm up here down here in the newsroom. You heard me? We talking political news, social news. Good news, jailhouse news, yes, your mama news, baby right. mama news. Hey, Steph, news, how you doing? News, news. We all over all in right. the building, okay? You I like the early time? My name is Constance Jones and I am one of the brand new ambassadors for the new Boss Up Inspiration. Don't forget to tune in every Sunday. This is Boss Up Houston where we look up, stay up, and boss up.
watching a great show on Boss Up Houston Network. Have you heard? They're bossing up, okay? And I heard they're looking for you. Any podcasters, talk show hosts, if you're a writer or producer, we definitely need you. Come aboard and boss up. Are you a small business owner that is struggling to promote your company? Our topic today is what's your status? Shoot the dice at this point. Just shoot the dice, roll the dice. So. Hey, how y'all doing? It's attorney. Um, yeah. All right. Bye. Get out of Victoria Blanco. <laughs> I love it. Imagine being televised on a national platform. How about being a host or sponsor on a syndicated podcast? Or being featured on exclusive promotions and interview for your product to your ideal customer? Hi, I'm Kayla Sneed, and I'm head of sales with Boss Up Houston. And here at Boss Up, we like to help small business owners and entrepreneurs advertise, promote, or become a sponsor for one of our television, podcasts, or radio shows. All you have to do is click the link down below to see if you qualify. I'll be seeing you soon. This is Boss Up Houston, where we look up, stay up, and boss up. And we're back. So the gentleman that I have to my left, I've known him for the greater part of my life. This man here is highly respected in the Fifth Ward community. If you wanted to liken his presence to anything at City Hall, he'd be the councilman of the Fifth Ward <laughs> District, Fifth Ward community. I mean, upstanding individual. Bring it to you now. Brother Terry Horn, how you doing? All right, what's up? I feel like I need some theme music. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do it here. That's yeah. how we do it on bias, because we're going to give you your flowers, man. I really appreciate it, appreciate it. Yeah, now, Terry, we go way back, but yeah. I want to give the audience a little bit of your story. So, back in the mid-90s, you used to play for Phyllis Wheatley. Yeah. Play basketball. Tell us about that experience. Well, you know, it was... It was good, you know, it was a learning experience. You know, I didn't do as good as I wanted to, but you know, it was a learning experience, you know, cause, cause really, organized ball wasn't really my thing, but you know, I still did my thing, but. Hmm. So, when you was growing up, what was your thing, other than the basketball? Oh, that was basically it, just basketball, and you know, all we did was, around that time, you know, we. We was strictly school because our parents were strict on us. So you know, yeah. in school and playing games and you know, either drawing or playing football in in the street. So you know, that's that's all we did. For real, because I mean, back in them days, it used to be so fun, right? So I tell you this: the neighborhood that I grew up in, um, that was a, a market, and the Chinese. It was a Chinese uh, entrepreneur that owned it, Dave and Lynn. It was right there on the corner of uh, Waco and Coke Street. And this person, these people were so entrenched into the community, they had everybody baby pictures in the back right there by the mm -hmm. register. So every time we get a school picture, we'd give it to them. And over time, you'd see people grow up on them pictures. And they used to show love. Like, that was a, a beautiful time yeah, back then. Yeah, man. You really enjoyed those times, man. Yeah. So coming from that, uh, I know once you, once you, 
fulfill your uh, obligation with Phyllis Wheatley, yeah. you, you went over to Metro. Well, I started at Metro in like 2001. Okay. So, but after I graduated, you know, I dibbled and dabbled, you know, was doing little things, you know. And, but, you know, once I got there to a solid job, I, I mean, I really didn't plan on being there that long. I actually got a job just paying my child support, be honest with you. And I ended up being there like five years past and ten years past. And this thing, you know, it came 15 years. I said, man, I ain't going nowhere now. So you you were very instrumental with, with some of the uh, light rail that they have going on in transit, right? Well, I uh, work in a body shop, you okay. know, get in the wreck, you know, I fix it. So, Word. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been looking at some of these drivers. No disrespect to my family that drive, but some of y'all drive hard. Bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ain't lying. I mean, they hire some fools, too. <laughs> so, man, you know, you've been there. You say you done reached past 15. You were there 29. Yeah. So, I see with the young people that they not really striving to get in nowhere and have like no meaningful employment for no long period of time. No, man. You know what? Job is like a rain pain to them now, man. You know, they want to be in the street, have that fast money, man. And But if you're going to get that fast money, you got to get it in there. You got to keep it and then go get a job. Hmm. That's the cushion you're going to have right there. Hmm. If you don't like, say, business with the jug and stuff, you do that, you know, like if you're going to do it. I ain't, I'm not telling nobody to do it, but if you did it, you know you stack your money, get your job, man, or get some trucks or something, man, because if they ain't on last all the time, man. Now, for the people at home, jugging me when folk wait outside the bank for somebody who got a business to come out with that envelope. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? Yeah. <laughs> so that's a highly risky business. I know a lot of people that I grew up with had fell victim. To the ramifications and consequences of performing that act. So what he's saying, he he ain't lying. He like you might want to figure your exit plan. So along your journey, like what what kept you steadfast and and, and working hard and staying on that right path? I think the path it wasn't all peaches and cream because I ain't gonna lie to you. I had my both of my feet was in the working field, and, you know, but I was on that line of, you know, still still being in the street a little bit, you know, I did and down, you know, but hmm. what kept me going was I said, I'm always keep me a job. Hmm. I said, I ain't gonna never go, go without that, so, and then, shoot, man, you know, so, so you want to have a check coming every week. That's right. You're gonna know, so you got some money coming every week, as long as you get up and go to work. And you know what I noticed too, and no disrespect to the elders, to like my OGs that's out there that's hitting 50, 60, 70, the ones that was entrenched in the street. When you get old and you can't move around no more, you ain't got no backup plan. You ain't got nothing to fall back on. So you just like at the mercy, like whatever they can give you. Yeah. And I think, you know, having a meaningful employment, that's like your backup plan because you always going to have something hidden with that. Because I'm looking at it now, we might not even get Social Security now. Yeah. Say, in the next 13 years, it's going to be gone. Oh, man. That's like being a, that's like a man Man never had a job all the deal with us all the life. He get 50 and 60. What you going to do now? You better hope your kids got something going on. <laughs> 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 they got a hide for you this day. They lot on something. 
Shoot, man. It's business. Because, I mean, what would be really sad, though, because, you know, I see people all the time. Like, when I was growing up, they had it all. They had everything. And then now you see them, and they in a bad situation. I still got respect for you, but the world not really respecting it. Because mm-hmm. when the world see you, they're going to handle you in what presence that you're in already. Yeah, like, yeah. if you look like you a bum, they're going to handle you that way. Mm-hmm. So, I want to ask you this question. So, the, the title of the episode tonight is Square Business. What do Square Business mean to you? Square Business means, like, say I say something like, Man, you know, I gotta do this. Go to work, man. And, and, and you know, man, you go and stay there and shoot, man, that's stay positive and, and shoot, that's where I've been there. Hmm. So, do you hear that a lot now, still? Nah, these many youngsters, they didn't change the whole definition of everything, man. <laughs> because cap cap used to mean mean that, you know, when uh, we was coming up, it meant you either kept on, you know, ranking mm-hmm. or either. Now they didn't change it to. I don't know what they change. What they what uh like you fronting? They, yeah, yeah. Like like you perpetrate. Like before us, they used to say perpetrate. Yeah, yeah. Then we used to say front. Then you know now they capping. Oh, when you pass it, oh, oh, you flash your money doing all that. You jewelry like oh man, he doing no capping. But now they don't turn into capping mean lying. I guess. Mm-hmm. See. Oh, oh, they mean they not lying because they'll say something. I say oh, oh, no cap, no lie. Yeah. <laughs> But they still lying. They still lying. (laughs) They still lying. Yeah. Because, see, this is what I'm going to tell you. Like, you know, there are some some good young people. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, because on the Stiff episode, because, see, I brought back Stiff, too. Yeah. You know, like. That's all, yeah. Yeah, when we grow up, they used to say, you you Stiff. You got to be a Stiff brother. Yeah. So I brought that back because I had some of the individuals that I thought from that young era fit that mold. Now, I see a lot of folks that ain't really stiff. It's a lot of folks that's out here, they like uh, men, they men on the outside, they female on the inside. And I think most of it come from them growing up in single parent homes and might not have like a father or a man figure in front of them. So I know you heavy into your son life. Cause I see you at the games, I see you taking them everywhere. So, in your mind, what was the conscious decision that you made to say, "Hey, I'm finna be in this in this young man life, and I'm finna handle business." Man, to be honest with you, man, because my my oldest son, you know, I I y'all know when you're going through it with your baby mother, you know, they oh I ain't gonna let you see them, see them. you know, I I done been through that, you know, with all them kids, but mm-hmm. you know, it's just like now, you know. Your kid need a straight, I mean, need a positive role model to look at. Hmm. Because, man, all this stuff, man, is on the internet and on YouTube. And, man, these kids mimic all that, man. They want to talk about their blood. Man, you don't even know what that is. Just throwing up gang signs. So, you know, you got to stay in that life because my older son, you know, he in the streets. I tried to. Only thing you can do is tell, tell somebody something. I can't make you do nothing. Hmm. I can only instill it in your head, and if you listen to it, listen to it. But if you don't, hmm. hey man, it really ain't too much I can do. It's on you. You gonna bump your head. Yeah. So I, so I wanted to make sure that he stay on the on the right path because you know he's good at basketball and football. 
and he's a smart kid. You know, he just, you know, they kids, man. Kids going to be kids. You know, they're going to do this stuff, you know, and get in trouble in school. You know, like little small stuff, like disrupting the class and all that stuff. That's, you know, they're going to do that. But, but for the most part, he ain't no trouble to No, no, no. So I hear you brought up, like, the interaction with the children, mother. So what a lot of people don't realize is, when you got that type of situation going on, it affect the child. Yeah. Because, I, I put it like this, I grew up around a lot of females, and sometimes the female or, or the woman would, would say something uh, disparaging about the man or the husband yeah. or, or the ex or the baby daddy, and the children here, and then they accept it because that's the person that's taking care of them, that's they so that's they yeah. main provider. I see them every day. So they'll turn on the daddy, even though the daddy doing everything he can. Yeah. So what what's your thought process on that? Like how how would you inform the people of how to combat that? Man, man, this got a man. Both of them have to be grown. They gotta be grown and just communicating and you got to see that it's for the better of the child because it's a, it's a lot of bitter baby moms out there and bitter ex-wives and all that you know they don't oh you ain't gonna never see them or i'm keeping from you know everybody done been through that little part of their life but you know me and mine you know we cause you know ain't got nothing bad to say about it hmm. so it's all good now see that's the main thing because see most times and what people don't realize, because I, I, I mean, I don't have any children, but I've dated women with children uh-huh. but prior to my marriage, and i seen a lot go on. Like, whereas they'll talk down on the baby daddy in front of me, in front of children. Yeah. And then when I meet the dude, it ain't, it the dude, like <laughs> dude all just he, like me. All he want to do is see his kid. That's all he want to do. And he not tripping. The man like, okay, she don't went on. She got somebody else. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. He say, all I worry about is me and mine. And I give her money to do this here and that there, but the money don't never reach the child because she got her own ambition with the money. Yeah. You know. And um, and then it came to a point where you know I seen brothers they get the child support and it affect them a certain way yeah. and make them fold. Yeah, that child's boy can turn a good father into a bad father, man. I didn't see it. But my thought process is, why do the government have to inflict something upon you to make you do the right thing or to, or, or to have it as a criteria or a requirement of the father to do the right thing? I don't understand that. Because there's some that don't, don't want to do nothing at all. Hmm. And then, then that falls... Falls on a good one, so and then that's go back to the bitter. You know, y'all break up. Hey, she can automatically go down after that other child support office, or either if they getting any kind of TANF or getting any kind of Medicaid, and hey, he gotta pay all that back. Right. Definitely gotta pay all that back because I, I did it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, look, when when I this what I I learned too. Like, when you get in the rear, sometimes people end up going to jail behind it. They take your, uh, they take your driver's license, they take yeah. your passport. Uh, it's like almost like a black mark where you yeah. can't do anything. And, and it don't make sense because if you took his uh, driver's license and uh, put him in jail, he can't make no money. He ain't knowing nothing but putting him further behind. 
Right. I mean, I ain't never been to jail for mine. You know, I stay up on mine, but, you know, I haven't seen it, man. It's, it just, it's, it's government for you, man. But see, you know, the reason why I want you on here because you right type of brother. Yeah. You're a working brother. You bite right. You for right. Now, there are some that are out here that don't want to work. Oh, yeah. That want to lay you up on somebody and don't want to address their responsibilities and want to put it out there on somebody else yeah. that is their problem. Got the baby mama off at work and he, yeah. he, he go use the car. He doing the sitting around, messing around. Ain't getting no job or probably like nickel and diamond. Yeah. yeah. And it's time to wake up. Because see, what we're going to end up happening, <clears throat> what people don't realize is, okay, you run that game, you get to about 45, 50. You can't make it off your looks no more. Mm. <laughs> uh, who going to take you in? You going to be in a situation where you don't want to be in. You might have to uh, choose to be with a, a heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or choose yeah. The, the, uh, who, who got the good food stamps. Yeah. Or choose who got, uh you know, just a place to lay your head. Yeah. And then that's drama too because you don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, so the big guy going to take care of you. But like, yeah. but uh, now, so the, so the big girl, they got all the confidence in the world. Now, now, man. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, look here. And then now, you know, they did surgery. You do surgery. Yeah. And, and look, hell, I had surgery. You know what I'm talking about? So I know they can jump off there and look. It's a different world, man. Man, I'm, I'm talking about the ones that ain't had surgery. Yeah. They, man, they showing their stomach and all that, man. But you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But you know, hey, have a confidence by yourself. But I'm, I'm saying now, man, shoot. But you know, I've never been picky, so. Yeah. But I don't like skinny women. That's what I don't like. I don't like them. <laughs> Uh, well, me neither, but, uh, you know, hey, I got it. Me and my wife been on the health yeah. journey, so my, my preferences have changed. Um, but back in the day, yeah, it was the thick one for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Already. It was the big one for me. Well, and that was square business. Yeah, square business. <laughs> so I can't well, you say you either big or got small or you small and got big. That's right. Because, like, look, when we, we, look, like in our time in high school, it was folk that used to look down on bigger people. It yeah. looked like they done caught up I mean, to the what? bigger people. Sure, that's what's in now. Yeah. Yeah, but they got to watch out for the diabetes. Yeah, and, man. That blood pressure, cause that taking people a lot, man. I yeah. mean, it's like what, what I say about our community about the black community. We look at certain things like, okay, if you look at the mainstream, mainstream will look at a certain person and be like, oh, he fat. But in our community, we'd be like, no, nah, they ain't fat, they ain't thick, or they yeah. got a little size yeah. on them. But that's, that, that's a detriment to us because at the same time, we getting sick. Yeah. And it's hereditary, it's going down the line because we eating the things that we shouldn't be eating. All this sugar, man, and all, man. But it was, you know, passed on down to us. You know, the what it was. You know, you can't have that Kool Aid without that sugar in there. Ooh. Remember <laughs> on House Party with yeah. peanut butter yeah. all that? Oh, I didn't sugar in there, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Look, they throw the sugar in that then, you know, like I look online and I see everything, like they got like these little groups and everything they got is fried. Yeah. They got like a uh, fried lobster tail. Then they switch it, they got the lamb chop, which is good because they grilling them, but then yeah. they doing it with a lot of butter. Yeah. Or they doing uh, Alfredo or they doing the, the seafood bags and they putting a lot of sodium salt on it. Yeah. 
Man, they fried everything. Man, I, I saw a video. They had some fried devil eggs. I said, oh, man, come on, man. Fried devil eggs? Yeah. Lord, help them at the baby shower. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at somebody's baby shower, and Lord forbid they have it at somebody's birthday party at the club at the oh, whole while. Oh. But see, that's what changed, I, I, I think, what changed in our community now, because, you know, with elevation, everybody growing, everybody getting a little money, so the whole thing changed. Now we hook it up, we go yeah. and do sex and did that and other. But back when we was coming up, you had the hole in the wall. Yeah. You well, had the green note. Yeah. Or well, even even when you did did go to other clubs, you yeah. went to Chocolate Town. You know, you just go in there. Yeah. And so you just didn't get you a drink, and you you, you in a spot chilling. You you're on a dance floor, or if you standing in the back. But when you're in the hood, like Green Oaks, you know, we, man, and that was the best time in the world. Man, small club, man, best time in the world, like you say. Man, man you get barbecue, you can get hamburger. Man. Uh, you gonna see everybody you love down. It ain't gonna never be no tripping. And then shout out to uh, Mr. Green. That was one of my mentors Man. growing up. Mr. Green, uh, Uncle Buki, uh Workhorse, uh, and uh, Duke. Can't forget Duke. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> my cousin Kenneth used to DJ yeah. up and now. Yeah. And uh, Sabrina. Shout out to yeah. Sabrina. Yeah, yeah but I and mean, and uh, Dime them had a. Uh, Dime had it, Dime and his wife. Yeah, that's my cousin. Uh, uh, Dime, uh, Stormy brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Stormy. Yeah, Stormy's back there cooking. Yeah. 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 Because uh, the Domino family. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think it's still some of that going on, but it's not the same. It ain't the same like how it used to be. Yeah, because we'd have had more clubs come, but, you know, they all done fell off. You know, now we got a fifth level, so... Shout out to Spook, my boy Spook. Oh, yeah. Feel free to Mark. I forgot the address on Mark. But uh, y'all go check him out. It's right across the street from the Fifth Walmart Service Center. If you know anything about that area, you go around any day of the week. Pretty much like if you go around Thursday, Friday, Saturday, any day of the week, yeah. you're going to have good food yeah. and it's going to be good people. Wednesday, they have poetry. Thursday, they have karaoke. And, you know, Friday, Saturday, you know. Parties, so yeah, but yeah, man. Before we wrap up here, I'm gonna ask you a question because we we brought back to the stage, we brought back what we yeah. how we grew up, everything. Yeah. If it was one message you have to give to the youngsters, what would it be? Fast money don't last long. Hmm. That's all I can tell you, man. A for show check is a good check. So we'll take that money and. Put it somewhere positive, is all I can tell you. Square business. In square business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? See, square business, baby. So, Terry, if the people want to find you, let, let them know how they can find you on social media, in the world, wherever. Oh, on uh, Facebook is Terry Horn, and then on Instagram is, is Terry Horn Fifth. On Instagram. So. Already. Now, we want to appreciate you. It was an honor and privilege for you to come up in here and talk to us. Already. Always. When you next coming to the show, man, you still be at uh, Carol? Uh, I come through every once in a while. Um, but, matter of fact, every Thursday when I leave here, I go to Main Street Lounge. What is that? Uh, Main Street Lounge, Old Maxwell's. 
Okay, oh man. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Old okay, Maxwell okay. used to be like three clubs, but yeah, then yeah, they yeah, shortened yeah. it to one. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay. But I'm still here, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm come check out one day. Already. Mm-hmm. But now, what we're gonna do now, we're gonna thank him for coming. But when we come back from this quick commercial break, we'll have our last and second guest. You're not tuned in with Unbiased with Ken Mills on Boss of Houston Network. Square Bending. Square Bending. <laughs> Wanna be a boss? You're watching Boss Up Houston Network. It's Boss Up Houston, where we look up, stay up, and boss up. and budgeting. We'll also help you build wills, trusts, powers of attorney, and generational wealth. 
Tune in each Sunday at 2 p.m. on the Boss Up Houston Network. And we're back. So, the gentleman to my left, y'all may remember him from last season, but now he got a different story to tell. This man is a masterful comedian, and sometimes he go, well, I'm going to say 100% of the time, he's going to tell you what's on his mind and what's on his heart. Bring it to you now, Brother Tom Payne. How's it going? It's all good. You all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, we're talking square business tonight. Wow. Now, in my neighborhood, slang, square business is, is an affirmation where if I say something like I'm going to do something, if I have an aspiration to do something, like, let's just say, hey, tomorrow I'm finna go get this spot. I'm finna do comedy in it. I'm finna put all the promotion out. We finna hook it up. It's finna be bomb. Right. Most people say, oh, that's where I've been. Right. You know, like, right. that's right. good. Encouragement. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, like I said earlier, most times you don't get that no more. You don't, you don't get that affirmation sometimes. Or sometimes it may be a backhanded affirmation. Mm -hmm. Where people will be like, and they'll, or they'll take it and they'll go tell other folks something totally different. And then when you hear about it, it'd be confusing because when you're in front of them, mm -hmm. it was a positive thing. Mm -hmm. But when it get out in the world, it's a totally different thing. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Um, just about <clears throat> two or three times a week. Just depends on, it depends on what time of day I answer my phone. Um. Like if I answer my phone before ten o'clock in the morning, or somebody called me in the morning, it's before ten. I'm a, I'm gonna end up being on some BS that day. Cause something if you call me early in the morning, something ain't right. Hmm. So um, I deal in this in, in the comedy business. A lot of things ain't gonna be square. It's just it is what it is. Um, you have. Um, People are who they are. Um, I don't. I don't have no dislike for any comedian or how they carry themselves. Um, there's a lot of comedians out there I really like. Um, not to say there's any out there I dislike. You know. You know. Just like the title of the, the you know the subject of the show is square business. That's right. You know, some people are um, octagons. Hmm. Some people are square, some people are octagons. What is an octagon known for? Eight. No, but what is it known for? Enlightenment. A stop sign. Hmm. So some people are octagons and they need to stop. So, um, but <clears throat> that's not, that's my opinion. Um, a lot of people look at me differently because I have no problem voicing my opinion. My opinion is my opinion. No one said it. it's truth. Right. See what I'm saying? Um, so, in this industry, a lot of things ain't going to be square. Um, I even got a t-shirt that says, um, if you keep your business square, you don't have to worry about your circle. But the majority of the times, your business, if you, your, your business can only be square 
by who you associate yourself with. Um, somebody can say something and because of who, because they're known to be around you. Mm -hmm. And they can say you said something, people will believe you said. But to me, I, I would say that there's a very adolescent behavior because at the end of the day, we're all adults. And I feel like people should have their own freedom of speech. <clears throat> so if it's something that's going on that you don't like, you should be able to voice your opinion. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't have to be sequestered into being with the populace. Like if it's a popular thought, like, hey, everybody should have their own thoughts and it should be respected. Because when you start doing that, you start getting like get-along gang. And then that's where you get dissension because people are not showing their actual true feelings. No. People are being disingenuous or not real. Mm -hmm. um, well, I, I, in the beginning, I have to disagree with what you say. Okay. Because by age-wise, we are all adults. Mentally, we're not. Some people are not. Hmm. Um, that would be some of you children who... Mothers and fathers got SSI for you. Yes, that would be you. So, but um, some people do not have the mental capacity to think as an adult. Um, mm. Some days, I, you know, I, I done been on some petty shit. See what I'm saying? And, and if I don't catch myself, see what I'm saying? Right. I'll be looking petty and childish. Not like an adult, but like a person of my age. And I mean, you know, you, everybody ain't always been the man they are. Right. See what I'm saying? You got to go through trials and tribulations, twists and turns. Um, ain't nobody ever been a G from day one. Ain't nobody ever not did no sucker shit. You see what I'm saying? Right. You had to do something sucker-ish. To know it was some sucky shit, so you wouldn't do it again. Right. See what I'm saying? Everybody didn't have this day, everybody didn't have a bad day. So it's just the development of the man. Um, rest in peace, Black Rob. Black Rob had a, a song on, on his first album in the beginning of the song. He said, I love the struggle. It makes me who I am. It builds character. I do. So I treat comedy and uh, like a GPS. It's more than one way to your destination. Hmm. Sometimes your trip is a little longer. Mileage might be a little less, but it might take you a little longer to get there. So it's just um, square business and, and, and you really break it down. You got to remain true to yourself. Can't be true to nobody else if you ain't true to yourself. Exactly. Can't even be true to your kids if you ain't true to yourself. Because see, this is the way I look at it. <clears throat> so... Most of the time, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, the way that if I want to step out of my body and I want to look at me in the mirror, right, mm -hmm. or me just moving around, I would say that I'm probably the most honest person around because I don't hold back on what I want to say. Although my approach may differ or vary at certain times, like I may soften the blow uh -huh. or sometimes I may harden the blow. Uh -huh. But I think for the most part, as I look at myself objectively, uh -huh. when I say certain things, it can annoy people mm -hmm. because some may feel as though I may not have the merit to say it, but I will still say it. Okay. What do you think? Um, for me, 
Um, I truthfully could probably care less about, because I, I mean, I've given advice um, to people. Um, the majority of them haven't followed it. The ones that have, um, I've watched them thrive. I watched one kid named Double A, shout out to Double A. Uh, watched him for about eight, nine months. Um, love for comedy. Watch this every time, love for comedy. Uh, material might not have been suited for him. So I pulled him to the side one day and I gave him some advice. Now what advice I gave him out between me and him, you know, mm -hmm. like Michael Jordan called Brian with him, what, what, what Mike say to you on the court? Mm -hmm. I never tell. So I never tell, he'll never tell. And I seen him after I gave him the advice. When you see the advice work, make you proud. So it makes me proud um, to, you know, be square with those um, that deserve to be square with. <clears throat> I also have a superpower that <clears throat> I can become one of the fakest people ever to walk the planet. Because in this business, you have to be, you have to have the ability to be fake. It doesn't make you not square. It's just you know what to do inside your square. So when you say being fake, like, give us an example of what that is. Uh, how many shows you Let's say you... You did okay. talk about talk shows or comedy shows? Comedy shows, let's say. I've done probably over 30. Over 30. Did you like every person that you performed with? Uh, that would be a no. Now, on to the next question. Now, but you were respectful in the situation that there at some time, and recently you were respectful yeah. in a situation where another person involved had been disrespectful. Right, right. But you remain respectful. Right. So in that situation, you kind of have to be a fake person. Because the real, no, because real, you really want it. Right. Because now, this is where it's at now. Since you, see, you know, see the smile, some things you can't fight. So, um, yeah. But I mean, it's just, you know, sometimes, and I mean, you have to shake a promoter's hand um, that you might not have all the respect in the world for them. See what I'm saying? But it's a business. Right. You know, it's a one-night gig. Unless it's a weekend, it's two-night gig, three-night gig, I'm not right. sure. But sometimes you might not already always deal with the amount of money you're getting. Might not be happy about it, but you need it. But you really got to be fake about it. See what I'm saying? Because you know you're really worth more. Hmm. But you need it. So you got to be a little... So you, sometimes we always can't be as real as we want to be. Let me put it like that. So this is my thing. I think if I put ego to the side, I always go from a premise of right is right, wrong is wrong. Mm. That's why most of the time, that's why I created my entertainment company because mm. I felt like I wanted to lessen the times that I would have to be in that type of situation because I feel if I control my own destiny, right. I can be as honest as I possibly can be because it would be a different dynamic there. It wouldn't necessarily 
me being a contracted employee, mm-hmm. I would actually be a person that would be uh, offering services. Right. Right. And contract others. Right. And that's, I mean, that that's, that w- I would say that would be my sweet spot, is to mm-hmm. define different ways to where um, I'm not beholden or subservient to anyone mm-hmm. or what their uh, wants or classifications are. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, every time I come on this show, you have to say something. You know, we talk like black people. Uh-huh. Behovian, and observing. Uh, can you say that in black people terms for me? Because I, I, I'm still trying to spell behovian in my mind. So can, yeah, I know what observant means. So no, what subservient. Subservient subser- meaning being under. Okay. Um, beholden mean you got to hold me to something. Like... Uh, look, I'm putting it to you like this. Have you ever thought about playing a young Farrakhan? <laughs> <laughs> you got the language. You like a, you like if uh, Farrakhan had two illegitimate sons, it'd be you and Ti. That's how y'all talk like y'all Farrakhan's illegitimate sons. I can't help it. I can't help that. But but what I'm what I'm saying is it's like look, you're a boss of Houston Network, so it's a reason why we here. Okay. Because yeah. I'm on, on the, I'm on I'm, I'm look, I'm on the boss lane. I'm not trying yeah, to work yeah, for nobody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm not trying to work for nobody like that. If it's my passion, I don't want anybody right. to tell me that I can't say certain things or they want me to do something. Because, see, this the thing. People have ego and people feed off of like being an authority. And sometimes the people don't have sound leadership. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're not good leaders, mm-hmm. and they don't know what leadership is. Mm-hmm. And if I'm a leader, okay, I put it to you like this: the best leaders had to be soldiers at one point. I feel like my service or my duty as being a soldier is over with. Yeah, and that's that's your right as a man. Yeah, I mean, because ain't nobody else going. You know, this it ain't like you, Michael Jordan. You play for North Carolina and Dean Smith gonna tell you when you wanna come back next year, you gonna say, he gonna turn around and say, No, Ken, mm-hmm. it's time for you to go off into the world. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what happened to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan wanted to play for North Carolina. Dean Smith said, No, go in there. He said, How you say go get your money? Mm-hmm. So I mean, as a man, you have that right. And sometimes as men you have to direct a man right. in that path. Um and I've given, like I said, I've given advice. Um, I got young comedians. I, you know, I, they ask me something, or I, I see potential in them. I give it, give them advice. Um, I like a lot of Houston comedians. Um, I like Lil Daryl. Not to say I've given him any advice, but I'm just naming who I like. Um, Ray, etc. Um, let me see, Keisha Hunt. Sherelle Smith, MC Lotto, Leroy the Third, um, Lady Rico, uh, and I mean they're not young comedians. They, I mean they, they're young, all younger than me, hmm. but um, and young and less time in the game than me. And I don't, you know, that's neither here nor there. But it's just those are comedians that I just want to give a shout out. I got respect for in this game. You. Um, Companies that you know that are pushing comedians. Um, my respect, shout out to Behind the Comic, Cliff and Penny, too. 
um, uh, be smooth and what he does with his promotions and 100% certified. Um, who else? Uh, Mama Lucci, give him a shout out. Uh, my dude Jody, um, probably one of the hardest grinding comedians I ever met um, in this business, uh, A.D. Hodge. I mean, I don't know when the kids sleep, but most geckos don't. It look just like a gecko. Hold so. that thought real quick, because what we're going to do, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, mm -hmm. but when we return, i got to talk to you about something else, too. Okay. Because we're going to address the elephant in the room when we get okay. back. Okay. All right. Now, how you getting tight, Woodlands? Ken Mills here with Unbiased on Boss Up Houston Network. is amazing. Great street, huge yard. There is a bit of an issue with our neighbor's fencing. <laughs> At least Geico makes bundling our home and car insurance easy. Which helps us save even more. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Peter. Touche. What? Bring down. For bundling made easy, go to geico.com. If you like this video, please share it. And hit the subscribe button to watch more great Geico videos if you... Hey, guys, can you please watch the begonias? Just planted those. Sorry. What are you doing here? Red Table Talk, the Estefans. Time to take the table to a whole new place. It's coming to Miami. Three different women, three different generations. We're loud, we're proud. Let's go. <laughs> we're talking about relationships, love, sexuality. Oh my gosh. We all know that you are fuerte. Yes, I'm a tough woman, but I'm very vulnerable. Like muchas Latinas. In order to move forward, you have to go to those places. I like boys. I like girls. I like both. Honesty will set you free. We are putting all of that on the table. Red Table Talk via Stephans. Be a part of the conversation. Only on Facebook Watch. <laughs> oh my God! I just got through watching a great show on Boss Up Houston Network. Have you heard? They're bossing up, okay? And I heard they're looking for you. Any podcasters? talk show host, if you're a writer or producer, we definitely need you. Come aboard and boss up. Are you a small business owner that is struggling to promote your company? Our topic today is what's your status? Shoot the dice at this yeah, point. Yeah, just shoot the dice. Roll the dice. So... Hey, how y'all doing? It's attorneys. Uh, yeah. right. Bye. Bye. Imagine being televised on a national platform. How about being a host or sponsor on a syndicated podcast? Or being featured on an exclusive 
promotions, and interview for your product to your ideal customer. Hi, I'm Kayla Sneed and I'm head of sales with Boss Up Houston. And here at Boss Up, we like to help small business owners and entrepreneurs advertise, promote, or become a sponsor for one of our television, podcasts, or radio shows. All you have to do is click the link down below to see if you qualify. I'll be seeing you soon. This is Boss Up Houston, where we look up, stay up, and boss up. And we're back. So when we left, you, you kind of ran down a listing of the the in, individuals in Houston comedy that people need to watch out for, right? Um, so you also stated that you give advice uh, to those that are deserving, those who ask for it. But to address the elephant in the room, why do you feel as though most people feel that you are unapproachable or feel that you bring about negative energy why why is that um because they don't know okay see um people the majority of the time people fear what they don't know it's this it's not they fear what they don't know not to say i'm to be feared that i don't bother nobody i'm not gonna do nothing to nobody i ain't never put my hands on nobody you see what i'm saying kill nobody um i think it's more of, with me, it's more of a face of reality you don't want to face. Because I, I don't tell people, like, they shouldn't do comedy. Now, if I'm roasting, then, you know, I will. If you ain't really funny, and, you know, it goes there, I will be like, you shouldn't even be doing this, true. But it's just a roasting thing. But as, um, I mean, I can't tell nobody how to live their dream or nothing like that. It's just, I think, because of people I've held conversation with have taken my words and misconstrued them in other conversations. Hmm. That people, and it's not fear me, I, I would say more or less they shy away. Because, um, I mean, when you got so many people saying something, and a lot of people don't know me, but they gonna say what somebody else said to them, and mm -hmm. they gonna say, they gotta go say, if you tell somebody something, and they gonna tell somebody something, they ain't gonna say, Kid Mill said, well, let me tell you what Tom Payne said. Hmm. See, so they gonna cut out the middleman, like I actually talked to them, or let me hear, let me tell you what I heard what Tom Payne said. Hmm. But then if you ever really look at it, nobody ever has ever said Tom Payne was a liar. Show me where I lied. Hmm. At anything. Just show me where I lied. Hmm. See what I'm saying? I, lying about what? People might say, um, if something, a situation happens or something goes on, they might say I drag it out or I, I talk about it too much. I only talk about things that hurt me, and if it hurt me, I cared. See, if I talk about it, then I, it, it didn't... I didn't care, see, but you all, if something, if you really care, then you'll keep talking about it because the hurt don't really just go away. Right. 
So, there are instances that I talked about it a lot because I, I don't have expectations of people. So, what I will say is I didn't think it would have happened. So I, I, I would say I couldn't imagine certain situations would have ever happened. That's why I talked about them the way I did, but now I've moved on. And that's just who I am. That's, you know, if something hurts me, I talk about it a lot till I get over it. And I'm not going to change who I am because somebody else, I talk about what's going on in my life. Right. If it's my life, I'm allowed to talk about it, right. no matter who else was in, involved. So I don't put, um, and this has always been me all my life. Um, it's not about one incident in Houston, one incident when I lived in Akron, one incident in, in college, one incident when I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, uh, when I lived in Cleveland. When I, this has always been in my life, so it's just who I am. I don't, if you're scared of something, go to church. That's, that's how I look at it. Uh, nobody should really fear me. Um, I just give, I just try and give people sound advice. No, no comedian has ever come to me and said, talking to you with comedy and I've turned around and said, you really shouldn't be doing this. No, you always helpful. Yeah, yeah. Cause see, this is why I tell you. So, I understand where you're coming from because in the other portion of my life where I do professionally, mm -hmm. um, I don't hold my tongue either. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing is, when I speak to them on a certain level, I give them a certain approach. Mm. But at the same time, I built up my merit to a certain point in that aspect of my life to where it's not going to be disputed. People are not going to dispute what I say because they know it's the gospel. Now, what, what you do is, how you talk, what they do is it makes somebody go home and then they, they when they're there, they really want to shoot you. Because now they feel ignorant. Because they didn't understand what you were saying in the conversation because of some of the words. So now they didn't got home and they'll Google something. I'm like, hold on, this nigga called me an idiot. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So now they at home and now they really want to shoot you. That's what you be doing. I'm just, I just don't, I don't sugarcoat nothing. And that's, I mean, it, it, it's, it's who I am. I'm not, I'm not mad about it. Um, I just, it, I mean, I'm not... I, it's, it's just, it's not like I walk up, if I find somebody, if I think somebody is ugly, it's not like I walk up to them in Walmart and be like, you're ugly. Yeah. See what I'm I don't do that. You right. see what I'm saying? People would expect me to do that, but I've always been known as, with all my friends, um, I say what other people think. So, and I'm going to tell you a story, and, and then... You can ask me a question. Okay, go I ahead. used to work at, and this is basically explaining for you. I used to work for Nestle's in Solon, Ohio. Shout out to the Stoker's plant, line seven. So, this black lady teaching me how to cook on the line. So, the next day I come into work, and they pull me into the office. Mm -hmm. I walk in, the lady's name is Rochelle, she, and she laughed, and she said, Tom, I need to talk to you. I'm like, what's going on? She said, Brandy came in the office about you. I said, for what? She said, this is why I'm laughing. She said, this is hilarious. She said, I can't work with Antonio. And she said, why? 
She said, I just can't. She said, well, what, did, he, did he say something wrong to you? She said, no. He said, well, did he touch you or try and talk to you? Or was it anything inappropriate? She said, no. She said, well, can he, does he know the job? She said, oh, he's very good at the job. He learned it very well. He's perfect at the job. She said, well, what's going on? She said, I can't work with him because his character is too strong. Some people just can't handle a person with strong character. But see, this is the thing with the participation trophy culture mm. that's currently going on. Um, you see it a lot with children. So the children, if they play in little league, sometimes this, that, and the other, the, the parent is very strong and uh, pushing this person toward victory. And, and instead of, you know, breaking their self-esteem down when they don't win, they might give them something to be like, hey, well, at least you tried. Right. right. But see, the difference is, as an adult, it don't work that way. Because the way that the world is, if you don't succeed, you don't get anything. Because it's capitalistic out here. It's, it's capitalism. The winner get the spoils. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, on that note, when it comes to comedy, um, I have to... It's not... It's on the same... It's the same thing, but not on the same level. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm out and I give a comedian a piece of advice... Mm -hmm. And I watch him, and I hear the advice and when I watch him. I'll call him at about 2.30 in the morning. Because mm -hmm. I want him to know. I want him to have a special moment. I want him a memory about it. You see what I'm saying? Hey, that's what I'm talking about. So that's me trying to give them their reward. That, in comedy, that is your reward. You see what I'm saying? If somebody call you or somebody walk up to you, hey, this is set tonight. That's your reward. If people want to see you, if people request for you to go up, that's your reward. You come off stage and people want to take pictures with you. Mm -hmm. That's your reward. It's not, as a comedian, and I always tell people this, every time I tell somebody I'm a comedian, they say, are you funny? I can't tell you. Because to everybody, I'm not. So I can't say that I am, and then you come to the show and I ain't. Right. Because I'm not, I, I haven't been funny every night. See what I'm saying? Uh, it, it's, it's, it's more. Uh, oh, knock out the world, no. man. Knock out the world. You're doing it <laughs> no, already. Come on. Keep, I'm just trying to keep it square business. All right, right. all right. So um, you can't make, it, it's, more, it's more now than it was, you know, when you coming into this game, um, I've been in this game a long time, and you really, you know, you really don't know how much you love it till you leave it, then come back. Because mm -hmm. then you got to start all over. But if you, it's, it's a natural process. It's just like riding a bike. Uh, so I got a couple shows coming up. Uh, got one September 30th with Eric Townsend. Check my page out. Me, Eric Townsend. Um, Stacey Anderson and Lady Rico. Uh, October 1st and 2nd, I will be at Kent State University for the homecoming. Um, 
After that, I believe I'm at Eighth Wonder of the World, October 22nd. So, I'm just trying to keep it moving. That's all. Uh, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, sometimes when things ain't moving where you at, you got to make something shake somewhere else. So. And I mean, hey. That's resilient. That's being resilient. Cause yeah. Nothing can stop you. Because yeah. it's like this, okay. You riding in your car, but you ain't got a spare. Mm -hmm. But you riding on 59, and it's always debris on 59. Right. You pop your tire, you're going to be stuck on the road. No, you're going to hit that spare. You're right. going to hit that spare, and you're going to keep trucking. You might get off 59 because you say it's too treacherous out here. Right. Let me hit the side streets. Right. But I'm going to make it to my destination. It may take me a little bit longer, but I'm going to get there. Right. So I applaud you for that. Yeah. Um, and before we before we close out, man, tell the people where they can find you on your social media. Uh, you can find me at, on Instagram, Tone Pain Twenty Three, um, on TikTok, uh, Tone Pain Twenty Three, um, and on Facebook, just Tone Pain T O N E P A Y N. -E. Like always, it's an honor and a privilege to have you on. Always, my brother. Nothing but love and respect. Always, always. Square business. Now, tonight... I let the peasants eat cake. <laughs> so look, tonight we had the Square Business episode, right? So with Square Business meaning an affirmation for things that are positive in the environment. It's more like a write-on or already. Right? We had uh, Terry come on earlier. Terry told us about the genesis of how he started in the Fifth Ward community, uh, his thought process, becoming a working man, also providing for his family, and also his mind or his process on how he deal with his interfamilial relationships. Then we had Tom Payne come on. He broke down to us uh, his thought process within the comedy industry, uh, which was greatly appreciated. Uh, as I, too, am a part of the comedy industry. But what I'd like to say, in wrap-up of all these different things, see, he had to leave and come back because the Holy Spirit is in here, work through it. And I'm going to give y'all the sermon. So, a lot of times, when, like I said, square business, sometimes you may say some people are not going to encourage it. People just going to be like, okay, whatever. And they'll talk around you or whatever. Oh, you got to relax. You got to relax. You got to relax. They're not going to get it. <laughs> I got closed caption for that. But um, people won't necessarily encourage you the way you expect to be. And that comes with the territory. Your light going to shine brighter than some. Don't let other people's uh, approach or activities disparage your goal or your journey. You got to keep going forward. But at the same time, you can't be on the get along, get along game. You can't get down with everything that people are doing. You got to live for self. If you see something you don't like, you're going to have to speak up on it. And that go with anything in life. Because a lot of times, hey, people talk about you talk yourself out the opportunity. If the opportunity is there, if God want me to have it, I have it. I have enough uh, brain power to manifest anything that I need. So with that being said, from here on out, Unbiased will be a platform for anyone. If you have something on your heart that you want to share with the audience, come do it. You're welcome. 
at the same time, you got to be of a certain stature. You got to be silent. I got to know that you're silent. You can't be silent like ice. Because you know anything about ice, when you put heat on it, it's going to melt. And guess what? It's going to be water. It ain't going to be silent no more. It's going to be flowing everywhere. And that's what we talking about today. We telling the young and the old, be silent about your movement. Don't let nothing deter you from what you want to do. And if you need support, I'm talking about anybody. If you need support with anything that you do in your business, if you need uh, any advertisement, come on over here to Unbiased. Talk to me. Inbox us. You can inbox us, uh, me directly at Ken Mills on Facebook. You can go to Boss Up Houston Network. You can also go to World of Comedy 05 at Gmail or World of Comedy 5 on YG. If you need assistance, come talk to us. Because we're here for the betterment of the community, but we're just not going to take no bull. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for hanging out with us today. Tune in next week for another great episode. Signing off, Ken Mills here with Unbiased on Boss Up Houston Network. Shouts out, buddy. Hello, fam. Ken Mills here once again for World of Comedy 5 Entertainment. So to give you the idea of what Unbiased is, we always see things on social media and also in the world where we wonder what is the thought process behind these idiotic things that people do. We're going to give an honest, unbiased opinion. So with that being said, we're going to cover several different topics. We're going to be truly unbiased this season. 